I'm Kayla Arrett, and you're listening to episode 31 of Me When I'm Free. This is the podcast that ponders the question, who is this me when I'm free, and why does it even matter? And what would it be like to live into our unique design on behalf of the world? Let's explore these questions together each week through a simple story, a few moments of reflection, and space to pray. Join me, friend. In April of 2008, my husband, Wes, was called into the office of the vice president at the small college where he worked as the director of admissions. He was informed that there was no more money to pay his salary and that he could pack his office and head home. What followed that day was a year and a half of unemployment. Some months with a little work, some without a wrestling with his own calling for my husband and a lot of angst that often gave way to anxiety for us. It was a season of heartache as we were faced with the reality that we could not see how it would end for much longer than we ever anticipated. Our need did eventually give way to hope, however. As a result of our financial situation, I took a deep dive into the world of couponing, freebie finding, and stretching my dollars. I became a woman obsessed. I wrote on my old blog about having nightmares about missing coupon deals. Then shortly after that, I began using that same blog to write about the deals I did find, which my readers loved. Eventually, sharing deals with my readers became such a passion that a dream began to form. I wanted to start my own money-saving blog dedicated to helping people stretch their dollars and live large on a limited budget. In 2009, Cha-ching on a shoestring was born. Shortly after that, my husband found a job in youth ministry and we packed everything and moved to Pennsylvania, grateful for God's provision and eager to take the next steps on our journey. That deeply painful and uncertain 18-month unemployment journey, however, became a catalyst toward calling for me in a way that I never could have imagined prior. While working on this episode, I discovered the true roots of the old adage, necessity is the mother of invention. Turns out that Plato may have coined the original phrase around 375 BC when he wrote, our need will be the real creator. And it's true. Had I never experienced the need to plan our grocery budget and diaper purchases around food stamps and clipping coupons, 
I never would have created a website that not only helped others do the same, but also became a pathway to calling and community for me for over a decade. I like how Madeline Langle writes about this even better in her book, Walking on Water. Sometimes the very impetus of overcoming obstacles results in a surge of creativity. It is in our responses that we are given the gift of helping God write our story. What if instead of our need will be the real creator, we embraced the idea that our creator meets us in our need, giving us the gift of participating in writing our story together? And what if it's true that our places of need are intended to strip away our usual habits of self-sufficiency and replace them with habits of creativity and hope. I look back at that season of difficulty and can now see that it was that very place of need that became the springboard for a whole lot of joy and beauty and provision for our family. Indeed, Overcoming the obstacles of unemployment stirred up creativity and problem solving that I didn't even know I had. That place of need became a place where Jesus stripped away my fear and uncertainty and turned them into tools to use on behalf of others in need. Years later, during another season of need, I wrote the following in my journal. I'm grateful that God led me to Psalm 109:31, for he stands at the right hand of the needy one to save his life from those who condemn him. Never before do I recall seeing this verse that highlights the benefit of being needy. Again, I was reminded of the truth that it is a gift to realize how much I need God. And although it feels like freedom should look like a lack of fear, if my fear continues to bring me back to Jesus, I must see that as a gift. I find myself wondering now what we would risk if we knew how close Jesus was to us in our time of need. Ruth Haley Barton writes in her book, Invitation to Solitude and Silence, as strange as it may sound, desperation is a really good thing in the spiritual life. Desperation causes us to be open to radical solutions, willing to take all manner of risk in order to find what we are looking for. Friend, let me assure you that Jesus is there in your place of need ready to show you who you are if you will take the risk to allow him to co-write your story with you. And so today, friend, I leave you with these questions and some space to reflect. If it's helpful, I invite you to grab a journal to jot these thoughts down and ponder them throughout the week. Question one, as you consider your path to calling, 
Have there been any seasons of need or discouragement or even desperation that have opened you up to something new, to taking a risk you might not have taken if there was no need? If so, what would it be like to imagine that season of need as Jesus meeting you there, handing you a pen and inviting you to co-write your story with him? Just take a moment to picture that. Question two, are you in a current season of need? If so, ask Jesus to help you to notice the ways that he is present with you in this season, tender toward your need, and ready to help you take the next step of risk whenever the time is right. Then would you take a moment to reflect with me and maybe even journal Psalm 109.31. For he stands at the right hand of the needy one to save his life from those who condemn him or to save her life from those who condemn her. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, I love this image of you standing at the right hand of the needy one. So often when we are in need, you feel distant, sometimes even unconcerned with our heartache. Help us to hold on to this promise that you are always present with us and help us to discover the gift of writing our stories together as we lean into you. It is in your strong name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of Me When I'm Free. I hope you'll continue to join me on this journey toward wholeness and calling. I love a traveling companion. My hope is that you'll see yourself in these stories that I share here. And if nothing else, you'll feel less alone. Click the share button on the podcast if you know a friend who needs an encouraging reminder that they aren't alone either. Thanks for listening, friend. Let's meet back here next week.